Hi, and welcome to our new podcast, Why Did I Keep This? A podcast about the things that have been living in the back of our closets for quite some time. Recent time at home and the trend of constantly spring cleaning, even though it's winter, during this pandemic has forced us to face why we have such a hard time getting rid of things and basically our relationship with material goods. So joining me on the podcast are Courtney Venez, a voice and face actor, a comedian living in L.A., a thrift store enthusiast, someone with a great closet. Hi. Thank you, Jackie. I I do love my closet. It, it needs work, but but I love her. And Lana Cuthbertson, an entrepreneur living in Montreal who has an impressively strict one-in, one-out policy that some might call a little bit dictatorshipy, but also the owner of a great closet. Hello. Thanks so much for having me here. So excited to talk to you guys about my strict rules. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We could learn a thing or two. And then me, a producer living in LA, but currently in my parents' house in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and I'm getting into a deep dive into my childhood bedroom that has not been really touched in the last 10, 15 years. So, uh, you know, the three of us closeteers are on a journey through time and space. And here we go. So do you guys have any closet goals you're excited to explore on the podcast? You know, I'm always looking for uh, uh, an ideal sort of classic closet. Um, I would say my grandmother is my closet idol. <laughs> uh, I, I want to have like timeless classic pieces that last forever, that are great quality um that you know i'll be bragging about keeping on this whole podcast <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's uh that's my closet goal that's really my closet goal a capsule yeah and courtney what's your closet like and what do you want it to be like oh my god um my closet is extremely eclectic um i have had the dream of having a capsule closet, but the reality is I love too many weird, fun, quirky, one-off things uh, that every time I've, I've tried a capsule closet, it's kind of just gone awry. So I'm just needing to accept uh, the fact that I love really quirky, one-off pieces, um, and I just need to, to sort of mitigate that. Uh, and also... I'm not terribly organized, so <laughs> it'd be great to figure out solutions to that. Yeah, I my closet in LA is is pretty okay at the moment, but I just got back to my parents' house and I walked into my closet here, and I, it's colder in northern Canada, obviously, than it is in Los Angeles. So I have like sweaters and boots and like all this stuff, and I found a pair of great boots that I totally forgot about. And I found, like, a pair of, like, bizarre green pants. So I'm sort of in a weird, like, I don't mind leaving some sweaters here. But, you know, I don't need maybe the green pants from mm, the year 2000. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes on this podcast and, and with the, you know, donation station of, of the the household. But I'm excited to really dig in. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, another thing I realized I forgot to say is uh, 
a big thing for me is being a better conscious consumer uh, when it comes to clothes, like um, considering things like fast fashion. Uh, I'm now, you know, at a point in my life where Uh, I see things like Forever 21 and realize like, oh, that's not a great deal. Uh, Like just because it's cheap doesn't mean it's uh, not expensive to us as human beings in the long run. Um, So that's, yeah, that's another thing is being better about the things that I buy and bring bring into my home. I want to say a big ditto to that. Ditto on this side too. Yeah. I, uh... I, re- I recently ordered a sweatsuit from Amazon that I have yet to try on, but it was only, it was very inexpensive, but it was Hanes. I thought that was classic, but now I wonder if it was too fast fashion. We'll see. Oh, that's a good, I don't know about Hanes. Um, but yeah, I just, I remember, you know, being in college, you know, and not really having a lot of money uh, and the only places I could afford to shop at and usually still even peruse the sales racks were places like Forever 21, Old Navy, Gap, H&M, um, mm-hmm. these places that were very stylish, um, you know, had very like now trends and they were really affordable. But then you have to consider like, oh, these are all made overseas. So you have to like factor in like, oh, shipping uh, and other <laughs> I'm so eloquently speaking on this. But yeah, just like no, it, all the other lot, costs. There's that a lot add. going into those. Yeah, exactly. Um, like what fabrics they're made out of, how that's affecting uh, the universe. So that's really inspired me to be better about thrifting and not just thrifting, but getting rid of the things that I once owned, um, you know, as opposed to dropping things off at goodwill or throwing them in the trash like trying to be better about rehoming things or Mm -hmm. using them until they absolutely cannot be used any further which I will get into uh when I talk about my piece later today yeah and I think I think this the timing of this is really important obviously it is the middle of the pandemic and we spend most of our time at home in stretchy pants so it's a uh, it's a really big time to like look at the fancy or moderately fancy things in our closet that we're not even touching being like I don't need to add to that right now. I need to keep it real and get rid of some of this this nonsense. Right. And unless you really do need more stretchy pants for all the days you're sitting at home. Exactly. It's time to, to be... it's time to add sweatpants, not right. high heels to the wardrobe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but there's some sales, so we'll see what, how it goes. Um, <laughs> so, Lana, this is a segment on the podcast that we call Advice from Lana's Dad. He's a great guy. Lots of advice. And for today's segment, uh, what do you have for us? Uh, father, dearest, he often... Uh, sort of spouts advice he gets on like themes of advice so you know he'll pick kind of pick one thing for a few months and it's drilled into my head forever um and you know as i was thinking about uh what we're talking about on this podcast one of his pieces of advice that um comes to mind is two moves are as good as a fire (laughs) and it's sort of the idea that um you know, when you move, you realize really just how much stuff slash crap you actually have. 
Uh, it's all sort of laid out in front of you. You have to pay to schlep it from one place to another. Are you really going to do that? Okay, suddenly you're in a world of two piles, you know, moving pile and garbage pile. Um, and by the time you sort of go through that one more time, you're in you know, your third house in, in however long, and you've almost kind of gone through a full cycle of stuff. Like you've probably bought new stuff and continued to throw out old stuff, and then you've got the sort of big purge of a move, and uh, it becomes like a fire. And actually, I have another little story I've just remembered. I hope my friend won't mind me telling this. Um, it's her story. I won't name her name. But she actually experienced a fire once and lost every single thing she owned. <laughs> um, about 10, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, she told me this story. And it was, you know, an exploding furnace or something like that. Uh, caught fire. She had time to grab her two little boys and let the dogs out of the house and just run. And that was it. Oh and she had to leave so fast that she didn't even have a chance to put on a bra. She was full on sitting at home with no bra on <laughs> and ran out the door. And um, she uh, eventually, you know, a few hours later was walking back through the house with the fire, fire, uh, firefighters. And they said, you can't take anything. Everything's smoke damaged. It's poison. It's all gone. Books, clothes, every, every single thing you own, gone. And she said, wow, okay, and snuck a bra out of her house and put it on. <laughs> and that's the only thing she had that she ended up bringing with her from this fire that she experienced. Uh, I didn't know that. Life. That yeah. fire poisons things, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, there are details here I'm probably getting slightly wrong. No, no, <laughs> um, that's, I mean, but... I, I imagine you can't take anything once it's all been. Kind of smoke damaged, I guess. Yeah, it's something yeah. I didn't know either. But um, yeah, so two moves are as good as a fire. Two moves are as good as fire. Well, hopefully hopefully we can get two moves out of this uh, conceptually, mm -hmm. uh, out of the podcast. Um, so I think I'll start. How we're going to do this is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you something that I've kept, and we'll talk about it, and, and we'll sort of go through the three of us each week. Uh, so this week in... In the version of why did I keep this, uh, I'd like to talk to you both about my bat mitzvah dress. So oh, yeah. I'm at home and I I'm showing I'm showing you guys a visual aid. This is a black tank top stretchy dress it's that so is good. sparkly. It's very There's... um Y2K, which is very in right now. Um, it, it in fact was the year 2000. Yeah, yeah. And to polish off the look. Is the bolero, and it, the bolero is of the same exact material as the dress. Yes, like the oh, same yeah. black oh, yeah. sparkly material. Do you guys remember um, sparkly jeans? Because it's like that, but the little black dress version. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I want sparkly jeans. I really oh, want yeah. them. I want to. Wear I them. always wanted the sparkly jeans that all the like cool girls had in high school, but. I never ended up buying them because I kept thinking, like, when will I wear sparkly jeans? Uh, any day, I, every day, any day you want is I yeah, know, I know anything, the answer to be now with, in my confident thirties. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I'm I'm shocked I haven't with Y two K being like a big 
fashion trend that's going on right now with like the big chunky shoes and like midriff stuff mm-hmm. um tiny glasses i i'm shocked that sparkle jeans have not come back i envied i was very envious of the girls who had those uh, by the time I, a big theme with fashion in my life <laughs> is that i'm always late to the game um you know they like by the time the sparkle jeans get to a store that was in like my family's price range like the price range my mom would be willing to spend on sparkle jeans like everyone had already had them Mm. they were on the way out so yeah yeah, by the time they came to like old navy (laughs) uh in my size um yeah it was it was too late but i still loved them so much i mean i did actually before the podcast recording i tried this on and it it's not like the best fit but it still fits from when i was 12. And you know and- what, Jackie? There's nothing wrong with that dress. It's a fantastic dress. It's a classic <laughs> timeless dress, I would even argue. And you know what else? There's no what? more practical garment than the bolero. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna advocate to bring back the bolero. You know, like oh, no. it it's perfect. It when you're wearing a dress yeah. and you need just yeah. like something a to cover your shoulders. A cardigan doesn't work. No. It looks boxy. A scarf weird. falls off. A scarf falls mm-hmm. off. A blazer a is too business like yeah jacket it's no good yeah you're the covering only... up the dress exactly a bolero is the way to go the only reasonable answer to cold arms <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's something that had always bothered me at like high school dances um, especially like winter formal when it's mm. chilly out all the yeah all the boys got to wear three-piece suits you know they so- have their 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 jacket is built in they have pants and all, all the girls like they're I mean, I guess they do make long sleeve dresses, but nobody in high school is wearing a long sleeve dress to no, dance. You gotta show all... off those. those yeah, you shoulders. gotta. Sh- you gotta show off that that like your confidence. Elbow. Yeah, but no, I remember like my bat mitzvah was in the year two thousand in February, so it was 2000. cold. <laughs> exactly. And it was cold, and I remember thinking that the bolero was the most elegant part of my entire dress. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. Tried it. You the were bolero right then, and you're right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bolero doesn't quite fit anymore. I have to say it's a little um, small, but... Can, can I have you it? You can have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lana, Lana, I trust you'll use it, and so I think this is great. It's, it's, it has a new purpose. It'll go to a new home. A second chance. It will be used. Now that I'm in in this like childhood closet, there's a chance I might find some more boleros for you. You know what? I think I'm so so far behind on this trend that I've I've come around to being ahead again. (laughs) (laughs) That is very possible. Very honestly, possible. Jackie and I are gonna look like fools in a few years <laughs> when boleros <laughs> are all over New York Fashion Week. Oh and yeah, we are boleroless. Yeah, and, and I've given if you all have my any extremely low cut jeans. I'll take those too. And um... <laughs> oh, low cut jeans. Those are those like around the corner. Are those coming back really like any day not. now? I hope I can't. Not. It's Another... all I would wear. Do you guys remember the Britney Spears low rise jeans that were like oh, a yeah. one inch? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, just dangerously close. It was awful. It was an awful trend. I had a pair of jeans that had two buttons instead of a zipper and a button. 
Mm-hmm. And like that's how short the fly was. It was t- a two button tall fly. <laughs> that's like <laughs> a couple like, of years why? ago. Oh. So I was gonna say, why like, did I, I wear these? Why? What's the point? Why? Like, what is the? I, hate like, it. I felt. I think the question is like, did you keep them? And Mm-mm. maybe no. Mm-mm. Too bad. We could no. have really had an interesting fashion show in our thirties oh, on those jeans. No, I don't know. I I accidentally bought a pair of low rise jeans a couple years ago, and I swear the zipper had like three little uh connectors on it it was the shortest zipper i've ever had in my life and they were pants that i would have loved in high school like love love loved uh and a low-rise sparkly jean that's your real dream oh that was that was the goal right um but these were just uh they were i think they were even like corduroy and i i I had been in like a high-waisted phase, like pretty much all the jeans I was buying was high-waisted, and I thought I was buying a pair of mid-rise jeans, but they were just straight up low-rise, and I've I I felt so so bad about my body; those made me feel absolutely terrible, um, and they just went right back to the store that I bought them from. <laughs> I think a man designed those, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Okay, Lana. Obsessed with the bolero, but your item today, I believe, is uh, the anti-bolero, a scarf. <laughs> That's right. It's a scarf. It's a scarf. So in the category of <laughs> of why did I keep this, I'll tell you why. Um, because it's awesome. I uh, bought this scarf in Italy, like a real, you know, pompous person <laughs> when they talk about what they bought in Italy um, during a, an, a, an exchange I did uh, in university. And it's the perfect scarf. It's, um, it's sort of a soft, thin material. Uh, and it's sort of got black and brown, ch- like big squares on it. Black, brown, white, tan sort of squares on it. And the reason I loved it is because I was sort of in a, a transition phase at that time. Up until that time, I had been sort of all about brown. Like, brown was my thing. Yeah. It was all I kind remember of that. brown. I remember yeah. that. Lana like, only wore brown in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like my my baseline neutral. Um, I was going to say. It was say, my black, if you will. I was going to say, that's like, <laughs> it sounds kind of like... Uh, like a leopard print in the sense like it's like you don't really when you say brown and tan and black and white all on one piece uh my brain sort of fizzles out a bit but then I realized like how is that different from leopard which is it's a deconstructed in, leopard print <laughs> it's yeah, we go. I mean yeah leopard is considered a neutral um so what well, yeah I think that exactly this is I the ultimate it. neutral it goes yeah. with everything oh, yeah. It goes with everything. It goes with everything. And it really helped me realize that like black and brown can coexist. They can live together if you have a scarf that has both right. <laughs> colors in it to tie it all together. But this, <laughs> I just want to reiterate that when you say university, the year that you bought this was about 10 years ago. It was, this scarf is about 13 years old at right. this point. Okay. So it's like, it's lasted for a long time and you constantly wear it. I wear it still all the time. I wore it today. I wore it. <laughs> today uh i was rocking this scarf i wear it like from from you know october through april for sure um it's uh it's it's like it's my scarf it's my number one scarf i don't even want any other scarf i don't care about other scarves i only want this scarf i only want to wear this scarf amazing (laughs) amazing do you see other scarves and you're like oh that's pretty 
I like that. And then you say, nope, I've got a scarf. I'm good. Yeah, I see other scarves and I'm like, mm, pretty scarf. Too bad my scarf is prettier. <laughs> but so <laughs> I appreciate the confidence in your scarf, but it is like that touristy, like thin fabric. Like, are you not looking for a hefty woven wool for winter? Um, you know, it's a good, it's a good, um, it's a good question. And like, I'm not really kind of, it's, it's sort of, I'm, uh, winter for me is all about layers and like having one chunky scarf is sort of not enough of a layering piece for me. I don't know. It just, just kind of doesn't fit into the rest of my, and like, you don't believe in it. I don't know. A lot of my coats, the scarf sort of needs to be tucked in if I want to zip or button the coat up. All right. Enough for it to be warm enough. Like, I am sort of a winter climate person. Yeah. So it's. Uh, All right. So, no new scarves. Well, I'll be honest. I did buy a new scarf last uh, winter. Whoa. <laughs> this is a real turnaround from what you just I said. Know, but I feel deceived. It, it was more of a like office, back of the office chair blanket kind of solution mm. rather than a wardrobe piece for out in the cold walking around. Okay. That is That's fair. fair. You do need something at your desk. Yeah. And Courtney, today on the podcast. Hi. Uh, why did I keep this? Okay. What is this? So what is this? Um, so this, uh, and I'm going to pretend like I'm holding it up. You've, you've both have already seen it, is a, uh, it's a tie-dye t-shirt. Uh, but what is so special about this tie-dye t-shirt? It was a gift from a friend. Um, a friend of mine uh, had some, you know, life changes. She's the mom of two. Um, she needed to clean out space in her closet. And she had this t-shirt that she tie-dyed herself at like a camp uh, in her youth at some point. And she really liked it. And it was a th one of those things that she had held on to uh, for a long time. And she finally just got to the point of, I'm not using this. It has, I have an emotional connection to it. So um, as opposed to just taking it to goodwill, she was like, she gave it to me um, because in some way it would still be close-ish to her. Um, and uh, since it's come into my ownership, it has developed some holes. Um, <laughs> and I feel weirdly guilty about that. I'm not sure why it has holes. Like, is something wrong with my dryer? Um, did my cat do something? Is it just falling apart? Um, but... I wear it. I, I nevertheless, yeah, nevertheless, I wear it. So, but part of it has to do with um, it's because it's a, an old T-shirt with holes in it. I don't want to take it to just Goodwill uh, because Goodwill will look at it and say, "Well, this is trash. Why we're going to put it in a trash can now?" Um, and obviously, I don't want to just give it to someone else. I feel weird if someone gives me a thing, especially if they say that it has like some emotional weight to it so I feel like kind of responsible for it in a way um but that's emotionally manipulative it, you of know your friend. uh <laughs> you might not be wrong this is a different this is a different podcast but maybe we should get into that relationship <laughs> it's here's the thing though is I definitely I get that mindset like I agree with it where it's I have this thing I still care about it but it's wasting away you did give me you did give me a sweater last I week did. in that in, in that, that regard. In that same regard. I held onto the sweater for way too long. I really liked it. It's a beautiful sweater. It's just 
Grace did it on me. Um, so yeah, this shirt very much looks more like a rag. Uh, it is that perfect like texture for like cleaning off a shower door. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Uh, but but tie-dye's in right now. And sometimes having yeah. holes in your clothes is in. So I... Did you see Did you see last week Gucci came out with tights that have holes in them? They were like, I oh don't know, God, like $80 guys, tights or something with holes in them? That makes me a Gucci model and because I have yeah, never owned a pair high of fashion. tights that I did not immediately get a hole in. So, yeah. I I'll mean, see you guys on the runway, I guess. That's That's great. So it's perfect. perfect. Yeah. That, basically, I am on brand. Like, there's a part of me that whenever I see this shirt, I'm like, get rid of it. Um, but I do wear it. It's like my, uh, if I'm going on a hike, I'll wear it. I've worn it to some bar classes before. Um, and occasionally, I'll throw it on with, like, a pair of jean shorts. And it looks really cute. Uh, and I just have to amp up the confidence of yes i intend to wear this yes i know my hurt my shirt has holes in it it's on purpose so um but yeah it's definitely a thing i look at i'm like is this garbage or is this fashion (laughs) i think all of us have is this garbage or is this fashion (laughs) (laughs) i mean fair but i think that those three things that we've kept in our closets can probably stay in our closets for the time being because as we said sparkles are back yeah Lana's scarf will never go out of style. Mm-hmm. And your tie-dye t-shirt with holes in it is high fashion. High fashion. It's come around. So I think we're justified in in those three keeps. Perfect. Okay, yeah, I don't want to convince, I don't want to try and talk either of you out of getting rid of those things. I think that those are very reasonable reasons to hold on to something. Yeah. And also, like, there's an emotional weight. It was your bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah dress. Uh, that's... Yeah. That's a memory. Like, that's a thing you could pass on to your kids. Uh, It has history to it. I would never make any of, like, if I have a daughter, I would never make her wear this dress. But she could use it. I I put it on today. It happens to be Halloween. And I thought, I'm dressed up like my 12-year-old self. (laughs) Oh, for me, that's too scary. Even for Halloween. (laughs) I don't want to revisit 12-year-old Courtney. She was... A monster. <laughs> there was a lot of northern per- getaway perfect. still in 12-year-old Lana's wardrobe, and um, <laughs> no one wants... That is in fashion again. Is it really? Yeah, you could definitely w- sell that to a hipster. Uh, um, amazing. What a world. Now that we've decided to keep what we've kept, the donation pile part of our podcast, have you guys gotten rid of anything? Are you planning on getting rid of anything in the near future? I went through... Um... <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, this is, you know, thinking through this has inspired me to go through my drawers and, like, kind of fill a drawer with some of the things that I don't wear very often, but that I can't bring myself to get rid of. So this is, like, going to be the drawer of things that I will talk about as the weeks wear on. Um, And... um, Honestly, the only other thing lately that I've that I've gotten rid of have been old socks. Um, <laughs> and even then, a lot of them are sitting in a bucket ready to be used for dusting. The hierarchy of the food chain of clothing really starts high and ends with cleaning, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's second life is, is cleaning grease stains yeah. off the stove. Right. I, I came home... And I found a pair of green denim 
Um, I think those are going to go into the. Bio. I can't imagine you wearing green denim like that. Is it what? What color are we talking about? A forest green, like a Kelly green? Forest green. Okay. No, no, forest green. They're forest green. They're kind of like it's like denim meets chino. Like it's it's cut like a jean, but it, maybe it's a chino-y, more chino okay. fabric. They were all the rage. I don't know ever when, but at one point, colored pants. Are they from Gap? No, they're from Club Monica. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. You know what? Actually, to be fair, uh, like I mentioned, big thrifter, big reuser over here. Um, a big fan of stores like Crossroads and Buffalo Exchange. Not too long ago, one of the things, like every season they list like what they're looking for. And not too long ago, they were looking for colored jeans. So... I could help. I mean, I think you. I, I think you missed that train, unfortunately. Um, right. But okay. But fashion comes back, so just. I know that I know. is. Should I keep them? A real question. I'll try them on again, and I'll decide. But I think those might end up in the donation pile. Okay. But have you guys ever had the experience like that of getting rid of something, and then later it comes back, or you wish you had it to wear, and and. Uh, you wish you hadn't spring cleaned yeah. it away. Yes, uh, I'd like to call this segment of the podcast the empty hanger. <laughs> we need like sad music to play over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all shed a tear for that lost um, pair of colored jeans. Not too long ago, my parents retired and moved out of their home in California and retired to a smaller house in Arizona. Um, so. They needed to get rid of a bunch of stuff, and I was helping them. And, of course, in a true Vinay's fashion, uh, they waited to the last second, and we were really trying to figure out what to get rid of. Um, And one of the things that must have ended up in the get rid of pile was this denim shirt that used to be my dad's from the 70s, probably, that my mom had embroidered for him. And... It was it was this That's whole true love. intricate design on the back. Um, I actually I have a picture of him wearing it somewhere. When I was in middle or elementary school, there was like a father daughter dance that was like seventies themed, and he he wore it. Um, but as you like, I feel like embroidery has been very in for the last like cup maybe like year or two, and so. I just, uh, the last time I, like, went out to visit my parents, I, like, tried to go through their closets and see if I could find it. My mom was like, I don't know. I haven't seen that in years. So I'm pretty sure that was a thing that had been held on to for a long time. And it was just decided my dad is never going to fit back into this. It's been forgotten about. Get rid of it. But, like, the fact that it had handmade elements to it, I just, I can't believe I would have gotten rid of it. Like, Ugh, yeah, I'm so sad. I'm so bummed out. I'm s- very so sad. sorry for your loss. Yeah. I um, <laughs> uh, my my dad kind of gets us um, kind of like sporty type items of clothing usually um, from certain events or usually for Christmas as like here this is the best thing to wear when you grow when you go skiing type of clothes. Um, but there was this one thing once that he brought me from a football game, an American NFL football game uh, that he went to with his friend. And it was the jersey, like a like a team, a team jersey out of the like team sort of 
you know, um, merchandise store, but obviously like quote unquote for girls. And it was mm -hmm. fantastic. It was hot pink. This team colors are not hot pink, <laughs> hot pink, <laughs> like sort of V neck short sleeve t-shirt with extremely sparkly gold, um, lettering on the front. And it, I, I, I don't have it anymore. Sadly, I was like, I don't have any real use for this. The team was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I wore it then and I'm like, okay, this is like officially sort of had gotten its use and I uh, got rid of it. And I thought about it. I still think about it all the time. And I'm like, I really wish I had that weird, like Jersey for girls, which I'm putting quotes around it because I kind of hate that. <laughs> yeah. But like, I really want this. I miss it. But all the same sparkly gold letters are nice. I feel like we could find you a pink Jersey to replace it. If we, if yeah, we try hard enough. but it wouldn't be that one. It's just, it's just not, not the, the same. same. <laughs> I know. I know. And that's, that's the hard thing about all this cleaning out. What are we going to even do? I really miss, I had a, bright red cardigan and instead of sewing up the hole like it was like a seam was starting to rip and instead of just like fixing it I put it in the charity pile and I think about it all the time it was such a good red cardigan and it had pockets and like big buttons oh pockets yeah mm -hmm. like the pockets on the front yeah like the useless yeah. pockets on the front but I really loved it and I you know it was a mistake not to fix it I should have just fixed it yeah, but to be fair, I have a whole pile of things that's been sitting around where I have been saying, oh, I ha I'm keeping this because I'm going to fix it. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that pile over the next few episodes. But yeah, I, um, I get that. Well. You're like, it was so easy to, to fix. But at the same time, how long, how long would it have been in your closet before you fixed it? For sure. It? And I think... I think that's like a good place to end our podcast talking about the things that we miss because it sort of reiterates the fact that we are not telling people to clean out their closets. We're just trying to achieve a, a closet goal, maintaining oh, yeah. sentimentality and function, right? Yes. Yeah. Next time on the podcast, we're going to get into our underwear drawers, I think. Maybe. Heck and yes. And also the... Th I mean, look, I have things to say. <laughs> the things that don't <laughs> fit anymore, uh, you know, the skinny jean pile for example. And of course, free event-based t-shirts and uh, paraphernalia. <laughs> We'd like to thank our producers, Aksha and Corey. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon as we dig further into our closets. Thanks, pals. Bye. <laughs>